like when something's meant for you, when things are the right timing, when you have all the skills and you've accumulated all these things that sort of, they almost propel you forward. It's almost like a conveyor belt without even meaning to. So if I tell you the process of like how this has come to be, you'd be like, what the heck? Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, listen in on a conversation between me and one of my earliest Instagram dog friends, Sonia Jones of Huskies in the Hatch. Sonia and I talk about storytelling and why she's creating long-form video content when everyone else is rushing to make 15-second clips. It's inspiring to hear how she's collaborating with creative friends to turn dog and adventure videos she's been holding on to for years into cohesive stories for the new Huskies in the Hatch YouTube channel. We ended up talking for over an hour after this interview finished, so I highly encourage you to reach out to your social media dog friends. See if they want to FaceTime or Zoom with you. It's really worth it to build these friendships and know that we're not alone in our experiences. I hope that you enjoy listening in on our conversation. Now, speaking of connecting and community building, Are you in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group? It's an inclusive community where we can learn, experiment, and investigate ideas for our pet industry business. Join nearly 700 women in this group by searching for Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs on Facebook. I'll see you in there. Sonia Jones, most commonly referred to on the street by the moniker, Where's Your Dog Sled is a blogger and YouTuber from Vancouver, BC, Canada. She and her husband, Dustin, play the role of sidekicks to three precocious toddler huskies named Ice, Montana, and Poppy. In 2016, they drove 22,000 kilometers across Canada and back in a Mazda 3 hatchback with all three dogs, earning them the name Huskies in the Hatch. Now home, they can often be found roaming the local mountains in search of peace, quiet, and their three huskies. <laughs> hey, Sonia. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, really good. It's nice and sunny here today, so it's feeling oh, like good. spring. <laughs> I know, spring is coming. My, my flowers are starting to come up, and that's really exciting. Um, so for everyone who's listening, Sonia and I have known each other for years, actually. Yeah. (laughs) But this is the first time we've ever spoken. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not, I mean, we've spoken many times, but like not face to face and also not actually hearing each other. So it's kind of nice. Right. Yeah. We like, we send each other voice messages and we DM. Um, but this is our first time like really talking. So, um, so why don't you tell everyone how it is that we can have known each other for so long and never really met? (laughs) Well, it's a funny story. So um, back in 2015, uh, I don't know when you first started out. That's when I was first starting out on Instagram. Um, I had these big aspirations to um, start an Instagram account, go viral. And then we were going on this trip across Canada and I like had it all planned out. Like this is what would happen. And and it, it I had it all written out. I had it all mapped out in my brain. And then obviously I got sick. 
Um, but we started out in a comment pod together, which, you know, whether or not you think comment pods are useful now, back then they were, they were both really useful and also really fun because I got to meet people that were, you know, sharing similar dreams and, and we supported each other very, very extensively. Yeah. They, and it was very new at the time and Mm -hmm. just like growing your Instagram following was even new, like using Instagram for anything other than posting pictures of your dinner was new at that time. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing was, is that I think that now, um, engagement pods are just this big thing where you like leave your, you leave your ad or you leave your picture or whatever it is in the comment pod and you don't really engage with each other. I think out of the seven or eight people that were in our original comment pod, I still have six of them on my Instagram today and I still keep in touch with them. I still follow what they're doing. Um, and they're all largely successful. So it feels weird to be starting again and then have everyone at this level five years later. And I'm like, had I just, well, I got sick, but you know, had I just kept going for five years, look where I would have been. Yeah. You would just have more gray hair like the rest of us. (laughs) I I eliminated all the gray hair. I just dye it. So it's, you know, I fake it. But yeah, our comment pod, like back in those early days, like there was even a, a little private Facebook group. We would have like Google meetups to talk about Instagram strategy. We were like tight. It's not like how they are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was really neat. I I think it was, it was what I think comment pods were originally supposed to sort of be. And then they've, they've sort of just morphed into something different that isn't quite as authentic. And then I think that's why Instagram's like, stop this. Like, you know, cause they're really not into the fact that you're just like spam. It's, it's become sort of a spam thing. Whereas with us, it was never, we knew each other's dogs names. We knew each other's life stories. When I got sick, you guys were all very supportive. And so, yeah, it was, it was different. It was just yeah. different. I, when I would like have to drive to Columbus, Ohio, I would meet up with dogs in our common pod that like lived in Columbus, Ohio and have dinner together. Awesome. So it was just, it was different. Um, and, and it's really great because we are, a lot of us are still in contact now, which is really cool. So you keep mentioning um, when you got sick. So if people are watch- listening to this and they're not familiar with your story, can you give us like the short the short version? Um, and and just so everyone knows, you can get the longer version by going to the Hussies in the Hatch YouTube channel. You've beautifully documented um, your story, which is the same as the dog's story, and, and like you're just your whole family unit in such a beautiful way. But, um, if you could give everyone like the brief synopsis of, of what happened, um, to you guys. Sure. And and I think it's funny because like I referred to 2015 and, and, and I, I literally laid it out. I wanted to have this famous thing and I, I wanted to go viral and, and I always call it my almost moment. And it's funny because it took an illness and our first dog passing away and all of these really hard life lessons to be able to come back and actually tell a a real story. So, um, in 2015, I feel like I always start with in 2015, um, we decided to drive across Canada with our three Huskies who at the time were Eve, Ice and Montana. Um, when we were on the East coast of Canada. So if you're in the States or, or around the world, basically we drove from one side of the continent to the other. Cause whenever I say 22,000 kilometers, Americans look at me like I'm crazy. Um, and they're like, what does that mean? It's just far, (laughs) really far. It's the same width of your country as it is my country. Um, 
And we got to the East Coast and I ended up in hospital. And I'd been sort of having some health issues before that, but ended up in hospital. And I largely spent the next four years in bed. And it was really hard because I had to sort of try and figure out this um, undiagnosed illness that was, you know, ravaging my body and also try to get back to all of these things that um, I don't think you really appreciate until you lose them. Like I wanted to have this big adventure with my dogs and I wanted everyone to recognize it. And then when you're sick in bed, I just wanted to go back to the mountains again. You know, like it was, it was just so stripped down to like, none of this matters. And so it's so funny that I'm telling this story now and it's, it's getting recognized because for me, it's just, I, I feel like I have to tell it now, you know, you lose your first dog, but, um, back in the day, it was almost an artificial thing that I was building. And now it's just, it's just sort of this tale of what's happened over the last, well, 13 years of owning all these dogs, but, you know, particularly the last five years since I got sick and we lost Eve. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just like, you know, I, I lost a dog, um, like four years ago too. And it just, it all, it just makes you realize what you're, how you're spending your time. Um, and I think that you and I kind of have a similar mindset a little bit about how you spend your time on social media and stuff. And so like, is it worthwhile to spend five hours on Instagram when you could be doing something cool with your dog or going somewhere or or creating a memory because, um, you know, you don't have a whole lot of time with them. So you got to pack it all in. And I think, I mean, you get a puppy and you think, this is chaos. And you just can't wait for all these like first stages. And we have another puppy now. This is, um, you know, almost two years after losing our, our first Husky that we ever got Eve. Um, and, and I'm saying it, and then I have to remind myself as I'm saying it, like, don't wish these stages to go that quickly because you have this puppy again and you're like, I'm going to murder this puppy. (laughs) Um, but I have to like, enjoy it because when I looked back at their lives, I would have done those crazy puppy stages a million times over. You know, I I wrote a a blog post the other day and it was just Dustin and I both, when we were putting ourselves through school, um, we worked in restaurants and bars and the deal was whoever got off first had to walk the dogs. And so I'm going to cry. I always, I always get into, why do I tell the sad stories? Um, Whoever got off first had to walk the dogs. And the other night, the older girls asked me, like they were begging me to go for a walk. And so I took them for a night walk and they can barely make it around the block. And I remember, remember back in the day, just hating going for these two hour long walks at one in the morning when we'd get off and I'd give anything to go back and have them be able to do two hour long walks again. Like I, I just, I can't, ah, ah, Tori, I promised myself. I was like, you're not going to cry today, Sonia. It's going to be fine. Uh, and I know, you know, that feeling because as they get older, you're just like, I just wish we could go to the mountains again. I wish they could make it down this trail. I wish they could. Bye. I know. Well, I don't want to make you cry more, but I was just watching your um, YouTube video, the one about losing Eve yeah. and the summer that you lost her was also the summer that you were kind of recovering from being sick. And you said in that video that 
you know, you guys went out and you were hiking and you were exploring and you were doing so many things because you'd been stuck in bed for so long that you were just so excited to do anything with the dogs and do all these things. And if it hadn't been for what you said was that if you, if it hadn't been for your illness and being stuck inside for so long, it probably would have just been another regular summer staying inside, just doing regular day to day. And I just thought that was like such, such a wonderful thing to point out um, and help people kind of like be present and, and, and live in the moment rather than, you know, just saying, oh, I'll do that tomorrow or whatever. I think there's two different ways your dog passes. You either know that your dog's going to pass and you have this time to like sort of do all these things or it's sudden and you don't. And I think I don't think Eve, it's so funny looking back, like knowing Eve's personality, she was hilarious. She would have not enjoyed this phase over the last two years as the other two have gotten older. Cause we got our first three dogs. I, we say two years, but I think it was uh, just around a year and a half, which isn't as flashy. So let's say two years. Um, so we have all these senior dogs now. She would have hated being older. She would have absolutely hated it. So people will go, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was so sudden. And I'm like, would Eve have liked to have suffered? Like, I know people have to go that like that's some people's path and, and they find peace in that, but she would have hated it. So I think that the way that she went and, um, you know, getting to have that summer was a blessing because it was so sudden and I don't see any other way we could have had that time in the same way someone who was preparing for their dog to go could have had it because you're right. Huskies in the summer, particularly where we live, it gets quite warm um, and you have to really manage their temperature. And so that summer we, we really got to sort of take the time and, and I still wasn't working. So I was able to sort of do whatever I wanted all summer. And we did, we literally did everything. Like it was like a, like a bucket list without it being a bucket list. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So I have a question now, like kind of shifting towards your YouTube channel and everything in, in all of your videos, you have so much footage from your travels and that summer and but then it's kind of spliced together with like current interviews that you've done right so can you just talk about the process like I have I have so many videos but then like some of my videos are in my Instagram stories archive and like just the thought of me putting together like a highlight reel of the last year, I'm like, it would be so much work. And <laughs> they're all like different <laughs> orientations. Like how did, how do you put together all that footage and make it look good? Um, well, uh, it, it's like, it, it's almost like you have to start collecting because I mean, you'd imagine like, you'd imagine like over 13 years, you actually have several different phones. You have several different computers, you have several different. So it almost becomes like, okay, we have to check the Google Drive. We have to check Google Pictures. Um, where are all the phones? Let's see if we can pull them. Oh, that one got dropped in water. Let's take the card in. Like it becomes this like ordeal where you're trying to sort of compile this album. And it's really, it's really great in some ways. And then also it's like, you relive all this time and then you cry, <laughs> you just cry all the time. Um, so <laughs> that's sorry. also a thing. No, it's okay. And I, I think, no, you'd get it too, because, and I don't know, my process was, has been slightly different at the beginning. It's almost like you go through your phone when you're, when you've just lost a dog and you're trying to skip the pictures. Like I try, I would almost like squint my eyes and like, I didn't want to see them because I would just get into this, such an emotional state and then making this video, particularly the Eve one, actually any of them, even go, particularly going back to when she was a puppy, 
um, you have to deal with it. And then you deal with it while you're making the video and editing. And then you deal with it afterwards after it comes out, because then it almost like hits you because you're not working on it anymore. Now it's out. And then you're like, the emotions come out. Mm-hmm. So people will be like, oh, the Eve one came out like a month ago. And I'm like, bad. I'm still crying, but it's because I'm, I'm sort of delayed in processing it almost. So are you enjoying this interview? If you'd like to continue talking about dogs and business with the added support of a like-minded community, get on the wait list for Wear Wag Repeat Society. This is my monthly membership program for women petpreneurs and popfluencers who are looking for accountability and support to make bark-worthy breakthroughs in their business. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you're surrounded by the right people and their dogs. <laughs> Join the waitlist now at wherewagrepeat.com slash society. I was watching it, of course, like, you know, I just am enjoying your story and the storytelling and all that kind of stuff. But I'm also watching it as a content creator and I'm seeing like, oh, you know, they they reuse the same clip a couple of different times, but the way you use the music and the narration it doesn't look like you're playing the same clip on repeat, you know, and you aren't, but you know, it's just, it comes down to like, I think editing and storytelling, um, you know, so can you talk to us a little bit about storytelling? Because it's hard. I think it would be really hard to tell a story about something that happened, you know, a couple of years ago, um, and tell it in a nice way that flows and has videos. How do you do that? Uh, well, I've had a lot of help. Like, I, I don't want to make it sound like this is, I did it all myself. It's all been me. Um, I don't know if I knew. And this is the funny thing that happens is like, you know, in 2015, I tried to push all these things to happen. And I was like, I want to have this happen. I want to have that happen. And then subsequently they all didn't happen and I got sick. So it was like, so I want to, you know, I think my, if there's a lesson that can be learned from me, I was like listening to all of your other podcasts and I'm like, these people have such great lessons. And I was like, what am I going to teach people? And I'm like, nothing. And then I'm like, wait a second. I can teach people that, you know, because a lot of people are stuck in, you know, the first incarnation of whatever they're doing, like their Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or some sort of creative endeavor. And you're like pushing and you're like, this is never going to happen. And it feels really frustrating and you, you start to get things not to go your way and you just get frustrated and maybe you give up. Um, mine, I got sick. Um, but in this sort of next reincarnation of what we've been doing, I feel like, like when something's meant for you, when things are the right timing, when you have all the skills and you've accumulated all these things that sort of, they almost propel you forward. It's almost like a conveyor belt without even meaning to. So if I tell you the process of like how this has come to be, you'd be like, what the heck? Cause I was like, I need to tell the story of my dogs. And I literally, it was like this abstract idea. And I knew I wanted friends from journalism school to do the, the trailer for me. So I was like, guys, how much is it going to cost? I need you to do this trailer for me. Um, oh, you're over on the island. It's during COVID. Um, I'm going to come there. And they were like, okay. And they're like, well, we don't, we usually do wedding videos. I'm like, you're going to do a promo video for me. And they're like, okay. Um, and then they did it. And I don't even know that I had the whole season sort of sorted out. And this is what I mean about things just happening. And people, I showed the trailer to people and they're like, well, we have five questions. Why did you get so many dogs? 
<laughs> tell me more about going across Canada. W- tell me more about your illness. Um, what happened to Eve? Because it's sort of obscure in the trailer. And then what's going on now? So literally that people kept asking me those five questions. And I'm like, that sounds like five episodes to me. And I'm like, I'm going to make five episodes. And so I was like, here we go. Um, so it, it, it's almost like things have just been sort of happening and like snowballing because this is the correct time and this is the right story. And, and, and I'm not so frantic to make it happen. It's just sort of, you know, if nobody sees it and I get to tell the story of my dogs and, and, you know, I don't, I don't know if I live 50 years from now, that'd be really old, but you know, 30 years from now, um, I'm able to watch this and I get to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It doesn't matter. So it sounds like just the universe like aligned and sometimes, you know, we can push so hard and it's good, to, I think, to be, work hard and push hard for certain periods of your life and in certain projects. But then sometimes you have to look and see like what what is coming to you with ease and what's just happening and meant to be and kind of go the easy the easy route doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy for you but it's just the way that that has more ease to it i guess i don't i can't think of the right like synonym yeah. for that i feel like people and, and i would have too like back in the my earlier phase i would have been like what the hell are they talking about like how do i i'm supposed to work hard i'm supposed to make this happen but when something's meant to happen it just like I can't even describe some of the the crazy things that have happened just by saying, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to do it the way I want to in the way that feels authentic to me. And everyone's like, but short form content, but this, but that. And I'm like, I'm going to tell these 14 minute long stories and I'm going to do it this way. And I'm going to sit on a couch and tell this story. And people are like, this isn't going to work. And I'm like, well, I'm doing it. Um, I like it though. Like I, I know we were talking about like, long-term, long-form content versus, like, these 30-second videos. And I have to tell you, like, I really like some YouTube, like, TV shows. Like, I love the fact that we can all go out and create our own TV show and you don't have to get a contract with NBC or HBO or whatever. You can go out and make your own TV show if you want to. And that's what you've done. And and so so – so I know that like it's good to just be happy for the sake of creating it. And in 30, 40, 50 years, when we're all like cryogenically frozen, we can watch it <laughs> and and enjoy just watching it. But but I know that you must have some kind of like dream or expectation or aspiration for this. So like what what's next? Like what what do you hope to come from this YouTube series? Well, you know what's funny? It's like I, I, I know you would think that. And and of course I'm like, I want it to be successful because and not successful in the sense of like, there's necessarily a, a, a specific goal in mind, successful in the sense that like, I'm almost, I, I called myself this the other day. Um, Cause one of the things that happened just sort of like, you know, came to a head in the last couple of days, one of the sort of more positive things. And I'm like, I'm like, what are, what are they called? Where they're um, like a pageant mom for my dogs. So my one of the crazy things that happened, Chris Jenner, I think, <laughs> become Chris Jenner for my dogs. I'm like, as long as my children are successful and my children are for for children, I, the the only tie I really have to it is I want people to know their story, particularly because Eve is passed, and I feel like I want people to know Eve because she was just this amazing soul, and then I also know that people are going through these sort of phases with their dogs, and I want them to know that it's so important to sort of like 
you know, if someone hugs their dog more that day or takes them for that extra walk after watching one of the videos, that's it. Like I'm good. Um, but I originally said, okay, I'm going to tell this story. And I, again, I didn't know what it was going to be. And then all my friends started helping and it's been amazing. Um, just the, the caliber of people that have helped me work on this project. Then I'm like, I'm going to write a book because I've always had this book idea in my head. And so I was like, even if this YouTube thing doesn't go well, but sort of what's happened out of this YouTube very quickly. Um, and I'd love to shout them out if that's okay. Yes. Um, two of the biggest Husky YouTubers sort of have taken me under their wing and mentored me. So, um, and given me advice and encouraged me. And I don't know if they know how much I'm, I'm going to cry again. Um, I'm like, there are people are going to listen to this and be like this girl, like she's just crying constantly. <laughs> um, so Kiyush, the stunt dog and gone to the snow dogs, um, Jody and Jess from those respectively have both reached out and said, you know, I really like what you're doing. And I think that in the beginning stages, when you just sort of put your first video up into the world and to have someone of that stature, because they both have over a million followers, Jody, almost 2 million at this point, right. Um, subscribers. So I always like mix the terms for all of the social, like I'm like subscribers, followers, whatever. Um, yeah, to have that happen was, was amazing. And I think it just sort of gave me the the kick in the butt to keep going. Cause I think a lot of times, you know, you, you get your first thing out there and then you have a panic attack and you're like, Oh, I gotta, ah, maybe I need to like wait a, a year before I start, you know? So. Well, and I think cool. that's just, that's cool. Cause like you didn't reach out to them. They reached out to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's just kind of, it's cool. Like you never know who's watching and like, as we're creating things and wh- however you define success, like it doesn't really matter. Cause like, you don't know who's watching. Um, you know, it could be, you know, a huge account with 2 million subscribers who decides, you know, they love what you're doing. They want to support you in whatever way, be your mentor, maybe, um, you know, that's really cool. Or it could just be like one person who has a husky puppy and is ready to like pull their hair out <laughs> and, and and give the dog away to anyone who will take it. Don't do maybe, it. I promise. Maybe you've convinced them that it gets better, you know? So like, there's so many different ways to define success and like, you just don't know who, who you're impacting. Totally. And I think that, you know, they're big names, but they're also, and you know what the funniest thing about it is, is like, obviously, and we talked about short form content and just sort of theirs is a little bit longer and they've really established good brands for their dogs in the sense that you really get to know them and their dogs. And it's to me, everything's about storytelling and, and of all of the Husky channels on YouTube, and there's a, a good amount that are like very popular. Those are the two I watched regularly. So for them, like literally both of the two accounts that I watch regularly to separately message me, I was like, like, what is going on? Like, I I can't even tell you how many weird, crazy things have happened. Like that happened. A friend messaged me one day and was like, um, I want to connect you with the the editor of modern dog. So that happened. And then just this week, I don't even think you glossed over that, but then that happened means that you got a cover story in modern dog magazine. (laughs) So I still... Like I just got it. And I know, you know, this, I just got the art, like finally, cause everyone's sending me pictures of it. And I don't know if it's because of where I was or, or how it was sent. Maybe my mail was slow, but like, I finally just got the article and I like, didn't, I don't think I really believed it till it got here. And then I'm like, looking at it, I'm like, it's real. <laughs> it's a real boy. Um, it's, it's so <laughs> funny because I, I like, can't, I still get here. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, 
this is bizarre. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, so yeah, I just, it's really, it's really cool. Um, and then the other thing that happened this week, I think this is my proudest and this doesn't have to do with dogs, but I think it's cool. Cause we've talked about my illness is, um, the Canadian celiac association reached out to me this week about my illness video. And so I think that that, you know, having gone through something like that, that that's been really neat as well. So, I mean, look at all these things that are happening and I, I'm like tripping over myself and I, I can't believe they're happening as I'm like editing these videos and like sobbing my face off and like eating, like binge eating chocolate. And I'm not trying to do anything besides like make it through the next day and not like slip my wrist every time I watch the Eve video. And like, I can't stop the ball from rolling. Whereas before I could not get the ball like five inches up the hill. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's just, you didn't have this. None of this was like on your to-do list. You weren't like, I want to align myself with the Canadian Celiac Association. It's just by putting yourself out there and being authentic and, and telling your story like in an, in a vulnerable way, people respond so strongly to that. So that's a really great lesson. Yeah. Well, and I think, I I don't know if, if, um, this is something you want to touch on the opposite is true as well. I think when you put yourself out there very vulnerably, it's something I've struggled with a little bit. And, and I think to be completely truthful, um, it's hard for me because when you're really authentic and you put like, your, I'm not saying I'm really authentic, but when you, when you put your emotions out on the line for people to consume, I think it, it can go one of two ways. People either really, it draws people in or it makes people kind of, I don't even know if it's uncomfortable, but I don't know if you, have you gotten this at all with anything you've done when you're really, you, you're vulnerable and you put yourself out there. Sometimes it makes people, people aren't used to it. I, I don't think people are used to sort of people being like, I'll tell people I cry. I'll tell people I'm struggling. I'll tell people I'm depressed in a day. I'll tell people all these things. And and it's just part of my personality that I'm very like, this is what's going on for me today. And mm-hmm. it's not always sunshine and lollipops and I'm not going to pretend it is. And, and to some people they're like I think you're like I've had people be like I think you're kind of ruining your brand by by constantly going taking people on this roller coaster and I'm like but people are going on we're in the middle of COVID yeah no I can totally relate and and I have struggled with this a lot in the last year because you know I've just felt like a low level constant depression from the past year and nothing bad, but like, I've just spent more days crying on my couch in the past year than in the rest of my life added up together. And it's just, you know, I don't always feel like putting on a show for social media. And so some days I don't post or some days I post, like I posted something recently that was like, well, it's Friday, but like, that doesn't mean anything to me. (laughs) Like, what day is it? (laughs) I mean, whatever. Um, and you know, it doesn't get a lot of likes, doesn't get a lot of comments because I think people don't know what to say. And I am, I'm kind of over the likes and everything right now. Um, you know, I'd rather just put out things that I like rather than relying on things that other people like. Um, but that's all. But then I struggle with that too. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm not getting the engagement numbers. And you know, I, I rely on sponsored content and you know, what if no sponsors want to work with me? Cause I'm not getting the likes and like, it's, it is, you know, a spy, you can spiral very easily. Totally. And I think that, but, but I think the alternate is true as well. Like if you express how you're feeling, it gives other people the space to be able to be like, okay, social media isn't perfect. 
Um, I don't have to be perfect. And I'm not saying everyone should like dwell in their negativity. That's not what I mean at all. But I think that some of the best things, and and maybe this is true of my story and in, in sort of a big, big, smaller picture of the bigger picture is, um, you know, it's sometimes it's through your biggest trials and tribulations in life that you grow and you learn the lessons that you needed to learn in order to get you to the next phase in life, in order to get to the things that you want to, you know, that, that help you succeed. Um, and so I don't know that being, you know, always this fake level of like, who does that benefit? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you should be miserable either. You're like the happiest person I know. And and I feel like when you, when you go to your like dark place on social media, I'm like, oh, Tori's having a bad day. But like, it's like, she's the happiest little ray of sunshine. <laughs> and when I go to a dark place, I feel like people are like, is she like, I had someone message me one day, I put up a post and I was just sort of talking about, you know, how hard it is to sort of go through these emotions and stuff. And someone's like, are you suicidal? Do you need to call someone? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm actually fine. I wrote this like a week ago, but like, you know, like we're good. Um, but yeah, like it's, Thanks it's for funny. Yeah. I know. Well, no. And I did, I was like, thank Like, I appreciate it because I feel like, you know, whatever, but like, I feel like when people are like, are you suicidal? I'm like, Oh, reality check. Maybe I need to tone it down a bit. So it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's funny living with this, this double life of social media and real life and what's, who's the real you. Um, well, unfortunately, this is kind of, uh, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger of, of how we are doing <laughs> emotionally and mentally. Um, if ever, if you're listening to this, if you want to find out more about Hussey in the Hatch and, and what Sonia and Dustin and Ice and Montana and Poppy are all up to, you have your finale episode coming up soon. It comes out on Monday, March 29th, right? Yeah. End of the month. Um, we're looking forward to that. So yeah, end of the month is the final episode, um, which is, would be a good time to go watch the other ones, um, and, and get caught up, but I, they're, they're always going to, they're going to be there. So, um, even if you're hearing this a couple years down the road, they will still be there. So we are Huskies in the Hatch on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and there'll be some videos. I don't know how many more, I feel like I'm just sort of like winging this, but, um, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll get to write that book one day and, and, uh, and that'll be the big, the big thing. So, yeah, well, it sounds like your version of winging it is working out pretty well. Who knows? We'll see. I think it's just one of those experiments that I just, you know, I'm trying not to push it too hard and I'm trying not to overthink it and, and trying to stay balanced on a daily basis, like the rest of us during COVID. Right. I know. Well, I am, I'm looking forward to watching your finale and I'll be watching it at the premiere when it comes out. So hopefully, um, everyone else will be watching with us and, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so great to talk. It's so nice to finally do this. And, and like, I know it's a formal setting, but uh, you're equally as amazing as I always imagined you would be. And it's, it's fun to meet you after all this time. I didn't know what to expect, but you're, you're amazing. Thank you. You're amazing. It's just, oh my gosh, this has been so great. So thank you. Thank you again, Sonia. And, um, everyone check out Huskies in the Hatch. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or 
Join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.